What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. And I'm Robert Parker. And this is the PWCA, the podcast without a cool acronym, where it is... What is it, Robert? It is all Phineas and Ferb all the time. That is right. And we are on episode... 20? 20. 20. 20. Episode Journey to the Center of Candace, a really, really solid sci-fi homage, among many other things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot. There's actually (laughs) – this this is a really weird episode, but uh, we're going to get into that. So, Robert, what's our setup for this one? Uh, So, basically, uh, Isabella is hanging out with Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb can't figure out what they want to do. They're debating between a submarine and a shrinking ray. Uh, this is actually, this happens a couple times where the boys are just like hanging out outside underneath the tree and they're like trying to decide what to do. It happened earlier in iBrobot. Um, but yeah, Candace is eaten and basically, yeah, uh, Isabella comes in with her dog Pinky. Uh, first time she, we see him. Yeah, first time we see Pinky. Uh, Isabel has all of her patches uh, from the Fireside Girls, and Pinky eats her sash, jumps up, swallows it whole. That cannot taste good going down. Um, also, but, also, props to that dog for being able to eat a whole sash. I'm in. Yeah, I'm impressed. I wish I could eat a sash. I know. Uh, so d- don't we all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the fire. Er, so Isabel gets upset because she wants the sash back. So Phineas and Ferb combine the blueprints to create a shrinking submarine so that they can go into Pinky's intestines and stomach and try to bring back the sash. Which anybody who knows their, their science fiction knows, this is an exact this, – this is an almost exact uh, – you know, I don't know what's what I'm looking for here – uh, plot this is the exact plot of the Fantastic Voyage, which is a really yeah. a really great movie, and also like a really great story. It's like about uh, these kids who you know shrink down to microscopic size and go into like a human body. Uh, because what what ends up really happening is the fact that uh, you know they try to put the put the uh, well Candace is going on a date with Jeremy to which is a brand new well to her uncle's her his uncle's place because he owns like a sandwich yeah. shop, uh, so. You know what hap- What happens is uh, they shrink. They shrink down the size into a grilled cheese, which is something that Pinky really likes because dogs in this world eat human food. Yeah, dog, but not Perry. Perry gets to eat platypus food, whatever, whatever that is. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, uh, just, just hashtag justice for Perry. Where's that hashtag? Justice for Perry. Justice for Perry. Uh, so what what ends up happening is uh, <laughs> they shrink down into a grilled into a grilled cheese. Pinky sees a cat and he runs. No, it's a cat or a squirrel. It's a cat. It's a cat. Uh, he runs out. Candace just like, you stop making noise. I'm getting it for Jeremy. Like, ooh, grilled cheese. Candace ha- <laughs> does not question why a grilled cheese sitting no, out there's this. Just, you know, random grilled tree- cheese that she comes across uh, in the garage. Yeah. And so she better just eat it. It's like, why not? Because it's that way I don't look, look like a pig on the date. So they, she eats the grilled cheese and they go, they go down in, they go down her throat into, you know, her, her organs. Yeah, and, they uh, even make the comment, wow, Pinky's neck is really, really long. long. I was just like, damn. But I, I always like when, uh, you know, the show can take jabs at its, you know, its, its animation style. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Especially when they talk about Phineas all the time, how his nose takes up his whole face. Yeah, that's also a really, really solid joke. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Jeremy gets there and they decide to, Jeremy, Jeremy gets there and they leave. 
for yep. you know for their dates. Meanwhile, uh, this is a good place to go talk about the uh, Perry stuff because the Perry stuff is actually really interesting this time around because what happens? Yeah, is, the Perry stuff, is, Perry stuff is really good. So um, Perry goes gets his assignment from Monogram. Um, Doofenshmirtz is hiding out in an abandoned vacuum factory or an abandoned vacuum vacuum warehouse. As you do, uh, which is absurd. Yeah, as you do. Um, uh, or, so okay, so yeah, do, Perry breaks into the factory, um, and Doofenshmirtz gets the bright idea to tell Perry about his plan before he captures him. So Doofenshmirtz reveals the "Make up your mind, Inator," which uh, basically he gets really ticked off at people who can't make up their mind, people who are indecisive. No, uh, the, the, the exact the exact uh, example is this: like, you no, know, you know when you're at a pizza place and the person in front of you just can't pick a topping. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like I will destroy anyone who can't make up their minds. And those words ring really loudly for Perry because uh, you know. Yeah. Flashback to the earlier in the episode, what happens? Phineas and Ferb can't make up their minds. Yeah, just earlier that day, Phineas said that they couldn't make up their minds about what they were going to do. Uh, so Perry gets extremely upset. Uh, he actually um, uses handcuffs, I believe, on yeah. Doofenshmirtz. Like, literally uh, just handcuffs him to, like, a pipe or a wall or something like that. And then he calls Monogram to, like, come get Doofenshmirtz. Like, usually usually Perry, like, beats him up but then leaves him and for, like, the next day. No, Perry's having none of it. He wants to bring him into prison today. Yeah, which this is actually, like, a really good, like, character one for Perry just because, I mean – uh, well, the the, fir- the very first episode, we find out that, you know, like, this is, Phineas and Ferb are kind of just, like, his cover. Like, yeah. he's hiding there as a, dom- as a domestic, uh, you know, as a, as a domestic animal. Uh, just so, you know, like, he, he no one will suspect him being an agent. This is actually, I think, I want to say the very first time we get a sense that, you know, Perry actually, do- he actually really does care about these boys. Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple episodes later on that I think demonstrated the best. Like, like, yeah, like a lot better. Yeah, but this is definitely one of the first times that we really get like an insight into Perry and how much like he's not just chilling there trying to be a mindless animal. Like he actually really, really cares about his host family. And, and if somebody you know comes in and tries to, so somebody comes in and tries to just threaten them, he's going to he's going to take action. And yeah, he does. He does it in this episode. He tries to like somebody threatens. Somebody threatens Reason Verb. He tries to you know put a stop to. It. He's like, no, like, like you, you threaten anybody else in the tri-state area, it's fine. Threaten my boys? Mm-hmm. No, you're done. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. I mean, the, all the whole episode is pretty much just uh, Perry just guarding uh, Doof before all backup comes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, for Perry and Doof, there's uh, Doof wants to like pass the time. He says like there's a a traveling like game a, a, set, a, a, a travel chess set in his bag. Travel chess set, yeah, that's it. And one of the like briefcases or handbags nearby. Um, and so Perry opens. There's two two of the handbags. Uh, Doof points to one of them. Perry opens up the other one, uh, which in it is like this metal belt. Uh, that traps Perry, basically. Yeah, pretty much like force against the wall. He's like uh, it's a magnetic belt, but, like just like throws him against yep. the wall and like leaves him there because he can't he can't get off. He's like ah, exactly. It's basically mag- the, from Captain America: Winter Soldier uh, in the elevator fight that like tra- gets Cap's hand up and, against and, the and, and, because, and because the Perry snow globe trap didn't work. <laughs> exactly, that didn't work. So basically, uh, Doofenshmirtz then 
frees himself. He picks his lock, he gets out of the handcuffs, and <laughs> Doofenshmirtz, in all of his infinite wisdom, opens up the other bag. Where another belt it's traps like, him. It's like I put. He's like I put two. He's like I put two belts. A, a belt in each bag, just in case he chose the opposite one. Yeah, exactly. Either way, Perry would have been trapped. But now they're both trapped. He's just like, huh? Uh, how long till that backup gets here again? Yeah. But uh, yeah, pretty much like that. That's the extent of that plot line. Pretty much just them, just like a series of them, just like being trapped against walls. Yeah. So yeah, they go back to uh, we go back to phase of first plot line. So they find out that they get a call from Isabella because Candace is uh, you know Candace and Safi somehow gets really good reception. That yeah. uh, they're, they're on the walkie talkies. Yeah. They're on walkie talkies, which makes even less. Well, I sense. think they might. I don't actually remember. I think they might actually be on cell phones. Well, it, cell phones will make more sense, even though it doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> yeah. uh, they find out. Uh, Calls, like they left and when they got back the sandwich was gone and they're seeing weird things just like hey they, they got tacos looks like the ones they had we had for dinner last time by pinky pinky didn't eat with us it's like wait a minute yeah. i can't have cereal <laughs> at that call Ms. bell there's like yeah it turns out we're inside candace's body and yeah. for with one of his best lines of the series so far genuinely ferb just goes that's creepy on so many levels. Yeah, it really is. Like, you can tell. Like, we're trying to fight back the ears, like for double on down. Like, yeah, this is this is this is really weird. <laughs> so they're they're trying they're trying to get out. Uh, she's on a date with Jeremy, so they end up like tapping into her brain to try her and like, get system. Yeah, yeah. Her, I'm sorry, not her brain. Her nervous system to try and get her to do things like they like they're at the park and they see like monkey bars and like hey you still get motion sickness so they get her to walk over and hang upside down. Try and get her to like puke to like puke him out. The, yeah, for, the, basically they're they're trying to escape Candace uh, so that they can get the sash out of Pinky still. N- and... ne- ne- never mind that she's on a date with a, a guy she really likes. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna we're gonna ru- we're gonna ruin her reputation by getting yeah, her no, over the purse. Exactly. The monkey bars try to make him puke. Uh, they try to like tickle her. They do a bunch of stuff. And uh, basically, she does not give in. She does not vomit them out. They're still stuck. They're still stuck. So like, nothing, like n- nothing they do uh, turns out to be working. So uh, they they go they're going along, and then they think like, wait a minute. Uh, they just they decide to start like they 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 take, like a giant feather attack, but so like tickling her throat. Yeah. To get her to to get her to cough them out. Cough it up, yeah. Which which ends up working. So she coughs them out. They miraculously land on a on a uh, covered table, like, oh, well, covered something. We don't know what it is, but it's a covered something right next to, right next to where they're sitting, and the the sub gets bigger, and boom, they're out. Although there's a giant submarine, <laughs> a giant shrinking submarine. Yep. And the mom's like there. right there. It's just there. Yeah, but uh, su- but uh, surprise, surprise. So what ha- what ends up happening is, uh, doof. Uh, Doof and Perry escape by kind of just like roll, like rolling on the sides. Yeah, they just... stay they stay magnetized to the wall, but they just like start rolling and rolling so that eventually they start moving more. Yeah, and Doof ends up inside the inside the sub, and he ends up like accidentally shrinking it. So like, yeah, he, he he's gone. He can't cause any more trouble. Uh, but. You know the whole reason they're there is because the whole reason that that sandwich shop is because you know Jeremy's got a surprise for Candace, and the surprise yeah. is uh, there is a, now a special 
named after Candace. The Candace special uh, is a grilled cheese. It is a grilled cheese. They renamed the grilled cheese at Jeremy's uncle's restaurant to be the Candace. Yeah. By the way, who, whose favorite sandwich is grilled cheese? Is it, a, is it a boring option? Yeah, I mean, like, you would hope that anybody with any kind of, like, sandwich eating experience... We should ask Brooklyn Vale if his favorite sandwich is grilled cheese. Is grilled cheese. I'm not even kidding. I'm messaging him right now. Is your favorite sandwich grilled cheese? I'm going to say, where do you rank grilled cheese? As far as sandwiches? Yeah. Where uh, do you rank I mean, it's a, it's a nice, it's a nice kind of food. It goes great with some, with some tomato soup, but... I mean, the only place I get a grilled cheese by itself is is at is at the Sonic because their grilled cheese is bomb. But uh, yeah, they're or they're orders like a grilled cheese by itself. Yeah, we we don't have Sonic up in these parts. Oh, we you don't. Culver's. Yeah, which is like completely different. It's not the same thing at all. But Culver's is a oh wait, we have, we, have Cul- we have Culver's down here. They have grilled cheese. You you have Culver's? Yes, we do. Oh wow! Okay, I, lo- yeah, I, love, no, Cul- I love Culver's. I love Culver's. Culver's is amazing. The, it's the best burger place ever. Uh, but they have grilled cheese that are pretty good. Ooh, and you, and you go try and you go try Culver's grilled cheese. Do it, yeah. I mean, you have to order it with a kid's meal, but, you know, you get free ice cream, so it's worth it. That's worth it. For, for ice cream, hell yes. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, con- concluding food talk, uh, we, we yeah. see that the, uh, you know, the sub is shrunken down into the grilled cheese Jeremy is holding. And who, who goes up and eats it? None other than the Chihuahua Pinky. Yep, so Doofenshmirtz is inside of Pinky now in the sub, and we don't really get to see his full adventures or misadventures, uh, but, you know, it's left up to us to imagine. Oh, we also find out Isabella gets her sash back. (laughs) Yeah, Pinky threw it up, like, randomly. Yeah, that's probably the nicer way for it to come out. Yeah, I mean, better than, like... Better than the other way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, probably cleaner as much as that can be imagined uh but yeah that's pretty much where the episode ends so uh robert what what do you what do you what what do you rank this episode one to five parries uh this one's gonna be a two and a half parries for me it's right in the middle of the road uh there's no real bad parts i think the standout moment for me is when duvin schmertz traps himself too um but you know it's it's very very by the numbers uh it's good it's entertaining very very watchable um but nothing really stand out special yeah, I'm probably a two and a half for me. I mean, I'm, I'm debating going to a three because I do like that whole like Perry moment with at the at the start of the episode. But yeah, probably yeah. goes out to a two and a half, which isn't which isn't a yeah. slight. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said, the Perry stuff would be done better in other episodes, and yeah, so that's pretty much that's pretty much gonna be gonna do it for us for this one. So, uh, Roberts, uh, you want to give your you want to give uh, your plugs before we head out. Yeah, you can find me personally on Twitter and Letterboxd at rbrtprkr98. That is my first and last name, Novalis Plasir. And you can find me as Trivia Champion at Full Metal Geeks, part of Full Metal Trivia, and Fandom Fights as part of Multiplex Entertainment. And you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Chance Wars underscore 91. Uh, check out my personal YouTube channel, Chance the Critic. Check me out on the Mood Trivia Showdown. Check out my other podcasts, uh, The Tours by Chance and Series Study. Uh, Find me at Culver's ordering a grilled cheese. And uh, it's going to do it for us for this one. Uh, thank you for listening. And come back next time for when we talk about It's About Time. Not, not, not saying it's about time we talk about it. The episode's called It's About Time. Just it's about time. Clear up any confusion. <laughs>